Hello, beautiful people. Welcome back to your Guide to Love podcast. This podcast is all about holistic health, sacred sexuality, and spirituality. I am so excited to have Dr. Shelley here. She is a sex and relationship coach. Welcome. Thank you. It's so good to be here with you again. Yes, definitely. Yes, we were just talking. I think it's been a few months, but I'm very excited to have you back because this topic is such a fun topic. It is, especially right now during these times where people are so afraid and they're not owning their ability to create their reality and to manifest what they really want. So I know we were talking before about how important it is for those first two chakras to be aligned and awakened. And right now people are struggling. So, okay, we'll go into that because I kind of got into the fear a little bit and then I was like, whoa, mm-hmm. like focus. So it's very easy to get into that. Easily, because it's such a mass consciousness right now of fear and what if and panic and chaos that it's easy to be sucked into it and to you start losing your consciousness of, okay, that's not mine. I don't need to buy into that. I need to tap back into my power. It's so easy to not be aware that we're being drawn down that pathway because it's so powerful. It's so, you know, as I like to say, being a sex coach, it's so seductive. It's like, it's leading you down that pathway. And before you know it, you're like, where did I end up? Why am I here? (laughs) I know. Like, I remember when everything first started, I was like, do I need to go to like a small town? So then I'm not in a big city. (laughs) Like, (laughs) am I going to be okay? Um, But yes, it's very easy to do that. So for the people that are completely disconnected from their power in manifesting through orgasm, connecting to their sexuality is so just not even where they, where they are right now. Yeah. And you know, it goes back to the basics of most people aren't even creating their reality. If you look at it, most people are just going day by day. They're very robotic. They wake up, they do the same thing. They go to their job, they come home, they're on repeat. So they're not even in this computation of their reality where they're like, actually, what would I like to have here? I'm going to create something different. And a really good analogy is if you do the same thing every single day, take it on your own responsibility to go, you know what, today I'm going to go a different way home from work. I'm going to go this pathway instead of that pathway. So we have to start making little changes like that to really acknowledge I can create my reality. If this way is boring, this is the way I always do it. It takes one choice to switch it up and go this way. And you never know what I'm going to find down this pathway. So that's something simple that we can start doing in our lives. If we're constantly doing the same thing over and over, okay, we're creating our life unconsciously. So we need to come back to the basics of what can I do differently that would actually allow me to create my life in this moment. In this moment, I'm going to choose this pathway, which is something I've never done before, completely new, completely different, but you're conscious because it's foreign, it's new, it's unknown, it's uncomfortable. So that's the beauty of being able to create your own reality is, okay, I'm going to step outside my comfort zone, which forces you to be conscious instead of going down the comfortable pathway, which is forcing you really to be unconscious. Mm. And I love that though, because think about it, that's kind of the thing with sex where people do, mm. you know, only get off one specific way. Totally. <laughs> it's the same old, same old. Why no one on board? No wonder, exactly. It's the same position every time. Like, hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so go into what is orgasmic manifesting? Well, as you said earlier, people just don't realize how powerful connecting to their sexuality is. And when people hear orgasmic manifesting, I did a poll on Instagram the other day, and most people think of sex when they hear orgasmic manifesting. 
but it's not sex. And I know we've talked about this before, that there is this difference between sex and sexual energy. And sexual energy, orgasmic energy, life force energy, chi, whatever you want to call it, it is the most powerful energy that lives inside of you. It lives inside of every living being in this universe. So through sex, we can tap into it because if people are not able to know what it feels like or tap into it, most often than not, they can actually tap into it through sex. And then once they're aware of it and they know what to do with it, how to harness it and how to use it to transform their life or to manifest, then it becomes second nature and you don't need the sex to be able to awaken it. So then they can just do other activities, other tantric exercises to be able to awaken that sexual energy and then use it to manifest their desires, whether it's more money, a sexier body, more confidence, an amazing soulful relationship, opportunities to create, you know, wealth, job opportunities right now with so many people who may be out of work. So it's important to be able to tap into that and utilize this power, this potent force that we have to be able to create. Because it really is, it's that, there's no words. The most powerful words I can really use are powerful and potent, but it really is that powerful and we know what to do with it. Yeah, because when you say that people are using this energy anyway, they're just probably not using it in the right way. Exactly. It's become so perverted. It's become so repressed. So we have two sides of the spectrum, the perversion of it and then the repression of it. And either way, we're either going to be controlled by one or the other one. It's, it's just not a healthy way of embracing our sexuality or our sexual energy. Mm, definitely. So you're probably referring to porn where they're using an unhealthy mm. way. Yeah, porn. I mean, we can look at all the perverted ways of it. It's the the sexual abuse, it's the sexualization, it's the addiction to porn or the addiction to sex because an addiction to sex isn't healthy either. Yeah, the person may say, oh, but I'm connecting to my sexual energy, but it's the addiction to sex. So we have to look at how is our relationship to our sexuality? Is it healthy or is it not healthy? Mm. Yeah, people probably aren't even aware of that either. No, usually not. Um, you know, and going back to the wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, vanilla sex, the same old, same old, that's a very robotic way of doing sex. So it's neither perverted nor repressed. It's more just robotic. It's unconscious sex and in unconscious sex, you're not going to be able to tap into that higher power. You're not going to be able to connect to the divine. You're not going to feel all these amazing euphoric moments that we talk about. You're going to be like, but I have sex, but I don't feel that. Why am I not feeling that? And usually it's because you're having unconscious sex. Mm -hmm. Okay. So how would someone go about connecting to this, to their sexual energy? Well, first we have to become aware of what it is. So we get these like brief moments of feeling it when we're about to have an orgasm, when we're engaging in sexual play. And it, it's like this brief moment of bliss or euphoric energy. When you have an orgasm, it's there, but usually people contract their muscles, they stop breathing, they force their energy out of them, so they're not really connecting to it. If anything, they're expelling it. They're getting rid of it. So they're disconnecting from it, which is why for men, they wanna roll over and fall asleep after having sex or they need to go eat. They're, they've lost their energy. And for women, it's there, it's a fleeting moment, but then it's poof, 
it's gone. So their orgasms may only last 10 seconds. They may struggle having an orgasm. They may not even be able to have one or be able to feel pleasure. So if you can't even have an orgasm or feel pleasure, then it's going to be really hard to be able to tap into that sexual energy and know what it feels like. But there are, as I say, there's four pillars of pleasure that you need to have in order to be able to tap into that sexual energy or to be able to tap into more pleasure. And the first one, of course, is presence. We have to be present. We have to be aware. We have to be conscious in the act. If not, we're back down that robotic pathway, and then we're never going to be able to tap into it. The second one is breath. Like most people don't consciously breathe. Even throughout their day, they're not consciously breathing. So the more we can consciously breathe during sex, the more we're going to become aware of our body, and the more we're actually going to be able to feel sensations that we may have never been able to feel before. And then I've seen a couple different quotes about breath on Instagram where it's just like breath is literally like love notes to every cell of your body. Like it literally, you're breathing in life. So you're bringing life and awareness to every cell of your body. So that is sexual energy because sexual energy lives in every cell of your body. So if we're breathing life into the cell, now it's going to be a lot easier to be able to tap into the life force energy that lives inside of it because you're feeling alive and it's no different like, okay, Haley, here's an example. When was the last time you were super passionate about something? And this can be anything, not sexual, um, but just passionate. Like it, it turns you on. It excites you so much. Right before this call. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That is your sexual energy. Like anytime you feel that burst of passion inside of you, where you're just, you're bursting at the seams with joy and excitement. That is sexual energy mm, yes and I've talked about this too before it's, it's being turned on to life and exactly. people always make it add the creepy parts to it but no it's I am so excited I'm turned on to my life exactly <laughs> but look at today's world how many people are on antidepressants mm anxiety medication, they're sad, they're not happy, they're not feeling passion about their life, they've lost their mojo, they don't feel connected to their feminine energy. So many women, we have did another interview about the masculine energy, so many women are disconnected from their femininity, they're so mm -hmm. connected to the masculinity in order to produce and go, go, go and be successful, that we've disconnected from our sensuality, from our body, from presence and awareness. So they don't get that burst of excitement and joy and passion that you did before this call. Mm -hmm. so, oh, so you're saying because the women are burned out in the masculine, they don't even get those little hints of inspiration or thing because they're so disconnected from that energy. Yeah. It's just oh. go, 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 do, do, do. They're not being, they're not present. They're not aware. They're not flowing. As I always, the best analogy is, when I was in my masculine energy, I was forcing my life into existence. I was go, go, go. I got to do this, this, and this. And then that means I'm going to have that over there. And it was a constant, like, I'm constantly chasing, chasing, chasing the next thing. So when I got over there to that, it was like, now it was the next thing. Mm -hmm. So I was so caught up in chasing the next thing and caught up in the masculine dominant society of you got to do this to get there, to have that. Like it was A plus B equals C. It was very analytical and logical. And I literally felt like I was forcing things into existence. It wasn't easy. It took a lot of hard work, time, effort, exhaustion. I've hit the burnt out phase so many times 
because I wasn't aware of how to tap into this energy. That's why I was always seeking, what else is possible? Is this really all there is to life? Like there has to be something else possible. And that's what guided me down this pathway. It's just that masculinity, burnt out, exhausted. Mm. Yeah, because even men are in that energy too, mm. of the burned mm -hmm. out. It's like the stereotype, that person is everyone now, <laughs> you know? Totally. Well, because we're so caught up in having the next iPhone, being able to pay our next bill. So we're constantly on this hamster wheel, just going, going, going without even stepping off to take a breath, to take a sip of water, to check in and go, hey, how am I being? How am I doing? How am I feeling? So again, we're that unconscious in our everyday life. How we do sex is how we do life. So if we're unconscious in our everyday life, then we're more than likely unconscious in our sex life as well. Mm, and go back. I love that quote. How we do yep. sex is how we do life. Go into that. Yeah. So I'll do a good analogy. Let's say a woman cannot ask for what she wants in the bedroom. Her throat chakra is blocked. She doesn't even maybe know what she wants, but just even the idea of asking for it or using her voice to even give feedback is a struggle. She just can't open up. She's afraid of what her partner might think. So now let's look at her life. Is she able to ask the universe for what she wants? Is she able to feel like she deserves it, that she's worthy of it, that she's going to receive it? Mm. Is she worried about what other people might think if she asked for that? Is she going to feel shame for wanting something that amazing? So there's all these different ways of looking at the analogy of if you can't ask for what you want in the bedroom, are you really asking for what you want in your life to be able to manifest it? So we go mm. back to orgasmic manifesting. How we do sex is how we do life. What you just said, oh my God, mm -hmm. that is so powerful because I really feel like if everyone knew that, their whole lives would change. I know, right? <laughs> Yeah, because I've noticed this with me, you know, the more and more I do this work, if I'm flirting with a guy or something or we're sexing, I can say, okay, well, this is what I want you to do. And before I kind of go along on them. Now I'm like, no, 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 this is what I want. <laughs> you know? Exactly. Well, whose reality is it? It's yours or it's his? Because if you just go along, guess what? You're now allowing him to be in control. It's now his reality. It's about what he wants. He's going to do what he wants to do. And if somewhere along the way, you're going to wake up and go, I'm not happy. I'm not satisfied. And that's how we are living our lives. So many people, that's that whole midlife crisis. People are waking up and going, is this really all there is to life? I've yep. worked my nine to five. I'm now, you know, maybe I have my mortgage paid off, but now what? They don't have that excitement. They've lost their passion. Their hormones are probably out of balance as well, which then creates a whole nother myriad of symptoms of fatigue and burnout and exhaustion. So it's just this vicious cycle that we get into. Yeah, definitely. And I think that that's when people are torn on to life, every area is amazing and exciting. But then when you're the opposite of that, it's just like, you're just kind of forcing it through. Yeah. So yeah, that makes sense totally. why you would want to just stop having sex then. Yeah, because what there's the just the passion. What's the point? Yeah, absolutely. And if, again, if women can't feel the pleasure, what's the point? We've talked about that so many times about mm -hmm. how many, so many women struggle feeling pleasure. Mm -hmm. And it really comes, we got to look at this as well. Do they really feel pleasure in their life? Do they enjoy what they're doing with their work, mm. with children, 
with their family life? Do they really enjoy it? Even the ones who claim they may enjoy their life. I've worked with so many women who lived in the gym or who do yoga every single day. But when you peel away the layers, they're not really happy. They're doing that to fix something that they don't like. So they're doing it out of obligation. It's an unconscious obligation that they're doing it to fix their body, to fix their self-esteem, to fix their mental and emotional imbalances. So they're doing it for a reason instead of doing it because they're just happy and joyful and passionate about life and because they want to. So I'm working out because I want to, not I'm working out to lose 10 pounds. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. I do it because my body needs to move. I do yoga because I love to connect to the universe and I use it to awaken my sexual energy. So you can use different activities to awaken your sexual energy once you learn how to tap into it. Once you learn what it is and what it feels like and that bursting of excitement from every cell of your body, once you're able to feel that, you can use yoga, you can use meditation, you can use a bubble bath, you can use a walk in nature. Anything can awaken your sexual energy. That's the beauty of it. Mm, yes, definitely. Uh, and then I also wanted to say too, is, is that if most people are blocked in the root chakra, they're probably blocked in their sacrum too. Totally. Yeah. If their root chakra is blocked, that's the foundation of a house. Nothing else is going to be stable. If the foundation is shifty and balanced, cracked. So yeah. And that root chakra, it's so important right now, simply because we got to feel supported. And if we don't feel supported, if we feel like, our base is shaky. How long is this pandemic going to last? How long am I going to be in shelter in place with my partner who's driving me up the wall right now? I mean, there's so many things that are causing us to feel not supported, to cause us to feel that, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Just imbalance. Like, okay, what's going on here? I don't feel like I'm on solid surface. I might fall over. I don't know what's going to happen. There's so much of that what if. And that, all that fear is really what shuts down our root chakra. And then all the other chakras are going to be shut down. Mm. Yeah, because I, um, I I saw my parents, I'm saying my parents right now, and I saw that they were watching the news the other day. And this, um, they were saying how porn use has gone up, alcohol use has like tripled, um, all these vices have gone up. I'm like, people don't need alcohol right now. Yeah. You know, what's funny here in Mexico, they have blocked the sale of alcohol. You go to the store and they've got the yellow tape on all the shelves of alcohol. Really? So they, yeah. Because they're trying to prevent a spousal abuse because they're blaming it on alcohol. So they think if they can prevent the sale of alcohol, then abuse is going to go down. Is that in the whole country? I believe so. At least here it is. But I know it is a federal law. They banned the sale of alcohol and they banned the production of alcohol and beer. All the beer factories shut down as well. So, you know what? I actually like that better. You know, in America, the people are just, even the restaurants, you go and you can get like to go margaritas. I'm like, what, seriously? Never, I've never seen this. Yes. It's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I've never seen that either. That's insane. Yes, I'm like, people have lost it. So <laughs> I think that um, all goes back to what you're saying. If they're connected to this energy, they don't need to be going to external mm -hmm. things. No, because what does the external thing really do for them? They're using it to numb themselves out to their current situation. So it's 
causing them to check out just for a little bit. They get this feeling of, okay, I feel good because I'm less inhibited. And then they come back out of it and then, okay, back to reality. So then they need it again and then they need it again and then they need it again. So it's not a healthy way of coping with the current stress. So yeah, maybe they should, maybe America should do what Mexico did and go more sale of alcohol. <laughs> oh no, that would be smart of us. <laughs> it would, but <laughs> there'll be a lot yeah. of people angry and upset. <laughs> but really, but really. Uh, okay, so discuss your program because I'm very excited about it. Yes. So the orgasmic manifesting program, it's a 21 day program because it takes 21 days to change a habit. And the habit that I'm really focusing on changing in this program is moving women from this old paradigm of shame, secrecy, and scarcity as it relates to sex and money. And I'm moving them into this new paradigm of pleasure, passion, and possibilities. So when we go and we look at the old paradigm, shame, so many women are still carrying shame around their sexuality, for desiring sex, for desiring pleasure. And then they're also shameful for wanting a lot of money, mm -hmm. for wanting amazing possibilities. They're shameful about boasting that to the world. They're going to feel like they're going to be judged. And then secrecy. How many women can truly show up vulnerable, naked, raw, pure? Like, here I am, like me or not. So many women keep themselves covered up with their judgments, with their fear, with their anxiety, with their body image issues, with their lack of self-esteem. So they're not really showing up in sex or in the universe for the universe to deliver you the money, the possibilities, the opportunities, the wealth, the abundance that you're asking for. If you're covered up and you're shameful and you're hiding and you're playing small, you're never going to be out there for the universe to go, oh, here you go. I'll deliver this to you. But there's a lot more that I'm going to dive into with those and this, um, the scarcity part, the scarcity, the lack of pleasure and how that contributes to our lack of abundance, lack of wealth, lack of money, lack of possibilities. So we're going to play with those metaphors, the lack of both the money and the sex and how they're so oh. intertwined. And then we're going to move into the having more pleasure, having more passion, and being able to invite those possibilities into your life. So it's 21 days. Every day there is going to be a video with an exercise and worksheets so the women can follow along. It's only going to take maybe 15 to 30 minutes daily. But if you can't commit at least 15 to 30 minutes daily to ch change your situation, to manifest your dream life, then stop complaining. If you can't commit to that, then you know what? What can you commit to? I usually recommend to my clients one hour a day just for you, just for you, nothing else, whatever that is. And that just for you time is not doing it out of the obligation, like we said before. It's doing it because you want to do it. Yeah, um, yeah and then the program is also going to include... I think four different belief system clearing meditations, a yoni awakening meditation to help you tap into your powerful energy that lives inside your yoni to awaken that orgasmic energy, move it through your chakras to be able to manifest. And then it also includes my seven day orgasmic manifesting academy, which is like the intro teaser course. If people don't want to commit to the 21 days, they can commit to the seven day one, but the 21 day one includes the seven day one. So that's like a little extra bonus. And it's got a bunch of other bonuses. I'm doing a shame, secrecy, and scarcity paradigm clearing meditation, and then a pleasure, passion, and possibilities clearing. A bunch of other bonuses that I haven't created yet, but they're in the works. Mm, 
so, so exciting. It is so exciting. I've been able to really use this time of being sheltered in place and away from my chiropractic office to create this because all of my female clients have been asking for, I want to learn how to tap into the sexual energy and create manifest. And I've had all of this. It's so interesting. I'm going through all of my documents and I've had all this information since like 2012. I've just never put it into a program. I use it in my daily life every day, but I'm like, why have I not put this into a program for women? They need it, especially now. So yeah. I'm super excited. And it's also like, it's also helping me get back into doing my daily practices as well, because being sheltered in place and working on this, I'm getting caught up in the, I got to do this and that and that. So I'm like, no, let me, let me practice what I preach. Let me go back to my feminine and I'm going to take a day off. I'm going to nurture me and honor me. So it's just as a good reminder for me as it is. I'm putting it together for all the women out there who need it. Mm, definitely. I love everything about that. For everyone, I'm definitely going to post the links below. Um, but I wanted to tell you that I love how you're discussing both because they are, they go together, you know, and I know we've spoken about this too. That's so, so important. Well, it's the first two chakras. Like we said, the support, the root chakra, that's a lot of financial blockages. And then our second chakra, that's all of our sexuality, our creativity, our sensuality, which is directly linked to manifesting the wealth and the abundance. So, and you know, how many women, if we look at the two linked together, how many women don't think they can receive money for their passion? You know, that's such a huge blockage. I've had a few clients who they are out of work. They, one works in sales and her sales room shut down. Another one worked at a restaurant and then another one works as a real estate agent and there's no tourism. So literally they're all like, okay, well, what do I do? And just by asking them a few questions and getting them to look at what's your passion, what brings you so much joy and pleasure. And when they say it, then it's like, okay, why don't you do that? And they have this belief system that I can't charge money for that. Who's going to pay me for that? I'm not skilled enough. I don't have this degree. Da, 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 da. And it's like, why not? If you love art, who says nobody's going to pay you for art? That blockage is telling the universe, don't send anybody to pay me because I believe that nobody's going to pay me for that. So when we get rid of those belief systems and those blockages, guess what? The universe starts sending you what you want, people to pay you for your passion. Mm. And you know what I loved about this conversation is how you said, um, you know, you're playing small, you're kind of old. And then when you use this, use this energy and you kind of step out as your authentic self, then the universe can give you your desires because before that you weren't showing up as you. No. And the wow, universe isn't. Yeah. The universe is like, where are you? I can't find you because you're playing small. If you want to yeah, play yeah, big, yeah. You, the universe has to be able to find you. Like literally. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, hey, I have clients and lots of money and orgasms. <laughs> where are you? <laughs> wow. Yeah. But that's a good thing though, because I've noticed that, you know, it even, I can even say back to me when I first started doing this in my business, I kind of hid a little bit because I was like, oh, can I really talk about sex online? That's terrifying. <laughs> and now I'm like, I'm just all over the place. So I think it's, um, yeah, that's really key for women. Yeah. No, I was the same way as you. I think we had talked about this before. Like when I first had started, you know, coming out and going, okay, instead of teaching consciousness classes, I'm going to switch and inc incorporate Tantra and make it more about sex coaching. And I remember my family at first, there was all this hype. Oh my God, did you see what Shelly's doing online? Do you see what she's posting? And it was, there was a little bit of like, Oh, can I still do this and have my family be my Facebook friends? And I'm like, you know what? 
fuck it. Everybody has sex. Like, why am I going to hide? They actually probably need what I'm talking about. But really, but really. <laughs> I can think of several family members for me. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, okay, so where can everybody find you? Um, across all the social media platforms, Dr. Shelley Persad. I also have a turned on unapologetic Facebook group for women. And my website, drshelleypersad.com. Mm, yes, great. Okay, and then what final takeaway would you want to leave everybody with? Take time for you to connect to you, connect to your sexual energy, make your sexual energy a priority, make your passion and your pleasure a priority. Because if not, you are going to end up exhausted, fatigued, burnt out, questioning, is this all there is to life? So right now, the most important thing a self-care routine, a self-love routine, and enjoy your time with you. Because as we're seeing, like life is short. Time, like we talked about before we started this, feels like time is speeding up. This morning, I just, my husband and I were talking about, oh my God, in a month, it's been two years since we built this house we're living in, which we wow. manifested in a matter of four months. So it's just like, time is flying. So enjoy today because if not, you're going to wake up and go, where did my last couple of years go? Because you were on that unconscious robotic hamster wheel, just going, 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 going. So that would be my biggest takeaway. Mm, and I love that takeaway because I think that it makes life worth living. You mm -hmm. know? Totally. And it actually, it slows life down a little bit because you're so present and you're in the moment and you're enjoying what you're doing. So it does, it almost makes you feel like, wow, the day is really long instead of just being unconscious and going and waking up and going, oh, where'd the last five hours go? Oh, I got caught up in my social media scrolling through Instagram or Facebook. Mm -hmm. Or I got caught complaining or whatever. Yeah, totally. Whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> okay. Well, cool. Wow. Thank you so much for doing this interview. This is such a great conversation. I really think the people got a lot of value from it. So thank you so much. Thank you for having me. And as always, it was a pleasure, Haley. I adore you. And I'm so excited to see what's next. Yes, definitely. The feelings yeah. are so mutual. And I, um, be sure to subscribe, y'all. Comment below. Let us know what you think about this. I, I love the topic, obviously. But I love hearing feedback from you. And let me know. And have a beautiful day. All right.